enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you're listening to Looking for Love, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And today we have a friend of the show who's back, Melanie Hudson. And for those of you who aren't familiar with who Melanie is, Melanie Hudson is the author of Sexy, Spirited, and Strong, Becoming a Positive Energy Woman. She's an advocate of women's empowerment through self-love. Melanie offers programs that help women amplify their sexual, spiritual, and inner strength energies. She's currently working on a web video series about the women's spirituality movement called Rise of Venus. Wow. (laughs) Thank you, Melanie. It's so good to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. (laughs) I know. We we weren't uh, together that long ago. The last show we did was on self-love. Today, the show is going to be about celebrating love. And Melanie and I just got back from just such a fun morning. Mm -hmm. We went to a gospel brunch over here in Pasadena at The Rose. Shout out there. Man, was that an incredible experience. And we had buffet breakfast or brunch, I should say, with, you know, decent food, not so healthy, but but good. Uh, A little champagne and just some incredible music and some amens tied in with it all and a lot of dancing. We brought back the, well, we didn't bring it back, but we were involved in the slide. And I know (laughs) it's been many years since I've been doing the slide. That was so much fun. And the reason why I bring it up is, well, a couple of things. One is it felt to me like a celebration of life. Just a group of people getting together, strangers, singing and dancing and really celebrating life. And, you know, Valentine's Day is just in a couple of days and it's about celebrating love and that's what we're talking about. But a lot of people, when they think of Valentine's Day, they think about love you know, in a romantic partner. And while certainly that is something to celebrate, it's not the only thing to celebrate. Right? Celebrating love can come in many different forms. And the other reason I'm bringing up our morning is because for me, it's also celebrating you as a friend. Oh, and thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Sharing that experience with you this morning and many that we've shared and that we're going You're to going share. To share too. Yeah. We've got plans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, just I'm just so, so grateful. And celebrating friendship and love of your friends and, and mm-hmm. friendship is such an important part of our life. So whether it is your friends or your family or your pets, yes, right? It doesn't have to be a romantic connection mm-hmm. or lover. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. First of all, I feel the same way. It was a wonderful celebration for me too. just being with you and seeing you look joyful. When I see my friends being joyful, that brings me so much happiness and peace inside. And it also reminded me a lot of the music that we were listening to. It was a combination of, you know, good old down-home gospel music mixed in with some Motown and really Little wonderful. Michael Jackson. And it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were, there was a point when you and I 
were in tears because yeah. it was so beautiful and moving. It brought back memories. It, it brought us to a full presence of this moment, which was so enjoyable. And it was a spiritual morning for me, for sure. Yeah. I really enjoyed me it. Too. And I just love you. So yeah. I love you too. And Melanie got on stage and she was dancing <laughs> with, oh, I can't think of the host. She was a wonderful woman. But yeah, Melanie was getting into, we had fun. We were waving our napkins. Yeah. And yeah, it was definitely that moment when I saw tears running down your face and, and then I had tears running down my yeah. face and we looked at each other and it really, they weren't sad tears. They were, Mm-mm. it was just, they were emotional. And for me, it was, they were tears of gratitude and joy. I mean, honestly, and you know, th- there's something that people don't know about me. I haven't really told my story and why I do this and why it's so important to me, but love has always been important to me. It's something that I've always wanted to help people learn about and embrace and find a way to make it something healthy and positive in their life when for many of us, myself included, it has been the opposite. There's been so many struggles with relationships and love and parents getting divorced and myself getting divorced. And it's such an important part of life. I mean, it's, it is life the way I look at it. And so while it has always been my mission and my passion to help people in their relationships and learn about love and sex this last year, it's become even more so. And, uh, this is hard to talk about, but I, I do think it's important to talk about because I want people to understand kind of where I'm at and how important this is for me and my purpose and how it has shifted. So I started doing this show in August of 2016. So I was thinking because Valentine's Day is coming up and last Valentine's Day, 2016, I was with the love of my life. We were engagement ring shopping, planning our wedding, just gloriously happy and in love. And life was good. And I was just so happy and grateful. We both were. We both, because we're older and had been in, we'll just say, disappointing and painful relationships, that we always appreciated each other and worked hard on our relationship. We certainly had our ups and downs like everyone, but we definitely lived in in just such an amazing place of deep love and gratitude. And so we're celebrating Valentine's Day. And, you know, little did I know that three weeks from then that he would get killed in an accident. So hard for me to talk about still. So it's almost a year, but um, it's, I just, I didn't even know if I wanted to live. I mean, my whole world came crumbling around me. I lost my best friend, my lover, my, you know, love of my life my family, my everything, my home. And I didn't even know what I was going to do. I honestly just really wanted to give up. And this show has meant so much to me. You know, Mark, who is, he's not here with us today, but he was a person who said, come on, we got to do the show again. We got to do the show again. Cause we had done a show before and it was hard. It was hard to get out of bed. It was hard to see clients and you know, to create something new was also a challenge, but I also knew that it would be important. One, it would be important for me to talk about love and help people, even in a way, a deeper way that I didn't understand before, because I learned so much from my life with Alan and from his death. And this past year has been so incredibly difficult, so hard never had a more difficult year in my life. And yet I feel it has been the most transformative 
the most incredible yet challenging year also. And doing this show really saved me. And we started doing this in August. It was, it was difficult sometimes, but I looked forward to doing it. And again, I felt I had a message to give everyone. And the reason why I'm talking about it now, one, cause I'm able to, I wouldn't have been able to even a month ago. I feel like I'm getting stronger and I can talk about it. But again, so you understand that when I talk about relationships and love and why it's so important, know that that is what I, what I know in my soul and to never, ever take love for granted. Certainly, you know, with your spouse or your romantic partner, but with anyone, whether it is a friend or, or even a stranger for that matter, sometimes just when we can feel love from any human being, it is a gift. And when we have somebody who wants to be in our life, so much so that they made a commitment to spend their life with us to never take that for granted because we really don't know. And when I say you don't know how long you have with that person, I know that firsthand. So if you are in a relationship and you're angry with your partner because, you know, they're coming home late or they're not picking their shoes up off the floor, put it into perspective. Because if you have somebody there who is loving you, let them know. And you receive that love in all of its entirety. And, and Melanie, I know you've had some loss too this past year, which I think is also another reason why we can connect um, on an emotional level. Yeah, it, mine was not quite as dramatic as yours. Mine was pretty light um, compared to what you endured. And I want to say a couple of things. First of all, the thing that's so amazing about you that I've always appreciated, which makes you such a valuable asset on this planet especially as an authority of love, is that you never stopped loving. You, instead of turning inward and becoming bitter and calloused and jaded after and, and feeling like a victim, you continue to grow as a loving, caring being, as someone who wants to help people, especially people who are in love to navigate through their relationships to, to, to make it successful or to, so that they themselves can get to a place where they're in love, mm. um, even if they have to separate. Yeah. Um, I know that happens too. I think that this show and you and your work, it's, it's marvelous and it's a gift to this planet. And, uh, and thank you for sharing what you have gone through. I went through, you know, watching you go through it. And I, I don't ever remember a day where you were bitchy or mean or nasty or biting anybody's head off. You've always lived your, your purpose. You've always walked your talk, which is to be loved, to demonstrate love and to help people love. So thank you for being a representative mm -hmm. and an advocate and also for being a role model for so many of us, which is probably why you've got so many wonderful listeners right now. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, that means so much to me. I will say, though, just to be fair, that there were years ago that I really was a bitch. So I could be, <laughs> I could be bitchy and I could be mean. And that's when I was living in fear. You know, it's when I wasn't right. clear. So I talk about that, too. So, no, I haven't always got it right. I have many uh, failed relationships and I've made many mistakes in my life and I haven't always lived in love or from a high place. And I'm still working on that. I mean, I still obviously have some, some days that are better than others, but it is something that I strive for. And, and I do want to help people. And I just want to say, since we're, since we're saying thank you and showing gratitude, <laughs> 
that I could not have made it through this year without my friends. And you have been such an amazing support for me. And really just, I have always known that you were there. And if I needed to talk to you or anything, I just knew you were there. So thank you so much. And it is true because I don't have any family. And so without my friends, I I definitely would not have made it through. So the love of friends, don't take that for granted either. So maybe Mm -hmm. you don't have a romantic partner. I hope that everybody at least has one friend. And really, if you have one great friend, you are blessed. It's all you need. You don't need a lot of acquaintances or, you know, people who you can say certain things to and not really be you. The people who embrace you for you and accept you and love you, you know, flaws and all, uh, that's a good thing. That's a friend. It really is. It's beautiful. And another thing that I want to say on the same similar note, um, particularly about people in our lives who may not even be close or somebody who was in our life like an old lover or an old boyfriend or someone that you were hoping to have be a boyfriend or a lover and they and it didn't work out. I think a really important thing is to still love and honor them even though they may have, you know, we may have been hurt by their actions, mm. is to still, you know, think of them. They're these human beings. We're all trying to do the best we can. There's, the way I look at it is we're spiritual beings in a human body. So we're all just like on this planet, we're all trying to figure it out. And especially these days when it comes to relationships. We're all struggling along. So Yes. And for a lot of us, it is a total struggle. We're trying, there are no rules anymore. There's no clear line of how to do interaction with people, men and women in particular. But I think the one constant that we can always apply to women and men, boyfriends, lovers, girls, you know, girlfriends, acquaintances, even coworkers, is to still just love and respect them and just see them for who they are as spiritual beings, just trying to make it in the world. Right. Flawed spiritual beings. Yes. And I'm glad you said that because when we are living in anger, so maybe you were hurt by somebody and I like that distinction as opposed to they hurt you. Uh, yeah, you were hurt by somebody. We've all been hurt by somebody. I mean, you don't really get to be, I, I think even 30 without being hurt by somebody romantically. I guess there's a few blessed lucky people, right, who who somehow escape that. But most of us, we get hurt and there's heartbreak. And when we don't let go of that, when we are living with some anger, some unexpressed anger, and maybe we're not even totally aware of it, but it is definitely affecting us in a, in a very big way. Mm-hmm. So to maybe take an inventory and think about people in your life, whether they were coworkers, friends, family, uh, certainly romantic partners who you felt hurt by to find a place in your heart to get curious and compassionate about what might be going on for them. Because, yeah, I mean, look, at I suppose there are people who intentionally hurt people. Right. I mean, I think there are those people and that's unfortunate, but again, we can look at it and you don't mean to get too woo woo wee, but (laughs) woo woo wee, that's a word. I think that's in the dictionary, maybe the urban dictionary, uh, you know, but when we really can look at that and think, okay, what lesson do we have to learn from that? You know, that person in our life. So it's not something that we would wish for. And a lot of relationships that go bad, we would not wish for that or for what happened to happen. Even relationships that we're still in, we're, you know, we've had some challenges, whether it's infidelity or dishonesty or illness, challenges that we don't expect. You know, we do grow from that 
if we chose to go in that direction. We can definitely give up. It's true. In fact, um, it's an analogy for anything that we do when we are trying so hard to achieve it. For example, I'm trying to learn how to edit. I've been telling Lori um, of my woes of learning how to edit with this um, video program. It's uh, a very recent technology, and I know how to edit a little, but this technology has been been difficult for me to grasp. And I have been struggling. I, uh, I, I... get frustrated. I want to quit. I feel dumb sometimes, but not really dumb, but (laughs) I just feel dumb. Exactly. Different than saying you are dumb. Right, (laughs) right. right. But I feel inadequate. And I realized after doing, after yesterday working uh, and finally getting to a certain level of understanding this thing, I felt so victorious. I'm like, I'm really learning this now. And I'm always going to remember this particular lesson because it's been such a struggle for me to learn. So we can take that across everything, relationships as well. When you have really seriously hard, difficult relationships, sometimes they're the best gifts that you can ever have Mm -hmm. because you learn, you learn how to grow from them. Absolutely. And you know, we do, we learn, we were talking about this, we learn from our mistakes. And if you're not feeling frustrated or challenged, you're not learning and growing. It's part of life. And even in Alan and I, when we, when we first got together, oh, we were both, we were, you know, like a hot couple, you know, we were passionate people. So we had our, <laughs> we had our moments. I used to be a lever. So, you know, you'd say something that would upset me or I would feel hurt. I'd be out, it'd be out the door, person hand, you know, ready to, to go find a new place to live. And so, we made an agreement. He realized that that was not something that he was going to tolerate. And he let me know that, which was a good thing. And so we made an agreement and I said, no matter what, I would not leave. No matter how mad I got, no matter what was going on, I wouldn't leave. And I didn't. And so that was the first agreement that we made. And then we realized that he was the stronger of the two of us, that when it came to recovering, you know, making amends is, you know, because everybody has a disagreements and misunderstandings and conflicts. If you're talking, if you're communicating in any way, you're going to have those in your relationship. So I didn't leave physically, but you know, I could get a bit cold. And so we made an agreement that if he would be the one to make a move, which all it would take is just, Hey baby, I love you. Or let's not fight. It didn't take much, but he agreed that he would be the one to make the move as long as I would always go along with it. So he said, if I'm going to be the one to be vulnerable and make that, take that first step, then as long as you are going to accept that, I will do it every time. And I would like to say that I did it you know, as often as he did, or even some of the time, but the reality is I didn't. (laughs) We made an agreement. It worked. He was the stronger. He was the one who could apologize, but it didn't take much. He could just come over and give me a hug or say, let's not fight. So you have your struggles. It's what you do with them and the meaning you give them. And they're really not that important. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you learn from those things, but if you avoid those conflicts, if you avoid those fights, if you avoid having those conversations afterwards, then you're not going to grow. You're not going to be able to find a better way to do things. And that's true with editing or any skill, but it's also true in our relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And it's true with ourselves too. Um, Always giving yourself a break. 
instead of mm. bashing yourself. For example, the edit thing, I could have bashed myself. You're, you're so inadequate. You're so, you can't get it. You're never going to get this. But I didn't. I gave myself a yeah. break. I gave myself some time out. I went to the grocery store and bought my groceries and thought while I was shopping. And, and I started to feel that I, that's when I started to feel the victory mm-hmm. after I gave myself the space and the, uh, I don't know if the word would be for, it's not forgiveness. Acceptance. It's acceptance. acceptance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and then I started to feel better. Of course, you know, the other thing too about love and self-love is victory isn't the reason to self-love. It's really important to love when you don't, when you're not victorious. It's, this, it's even more important yeah, that's true. to love yourself yes, then. Yes. So, you know, there's going to be, so Valentine's Day is coming. You've got two single women here, Lori, with her amazing, so sad and yet illuminating story about her love life. Me, um, a single woman, been single for a while, enjoying my single life, dabble with my dating life and enjoy that as well. Um, but mostly I spend Valentine's alone, Valentine days alone. I personally call it the singles awareness day. And I think a lot of people do <laughs> singles awareness day. Yes. You heard it here, Melanie. I like, so, so. <laughs> although there's only one problem. It does. The acronym is it's an acronym for sad. Oh my God. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Never mind. Forget what we said. We forget the whole single. Well, in a way, it is sad when you're at work and, and all these bouquets come. The boyfriends yeah. send their girlfriends the flowers to work. And I used to feel really like, oh, boo hoo. But now I'm like, yay, girlfriend. I'm so glad you got yourself a man. I dress up for Valentine's Day, Day now when I go into my into the office and I just look hot and sharp and I'm in love with myself. And, you know, that's a good for uh, you. Too many yeah. single people in the world. Put on some sexy lingerie. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Buy so, yourself some buy chocolate. Some, <laughs> yeah. Buy myself some flowers. <laughs> Don't get flowers on Valentine's Day. We already talked about that. They're way too expensive. That's true. But, you know, C's candy is cool because it doesn't go up in price, even though it's Valentine's Day. You right. You just have to wait in line. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. So whether it is celebrating love with a romantic partner, a friend, mm-hmm. or yourself. Yes. Love yourself. And I love what you said. It's so true that, yeah, it's easy to love ourselves when we're doing everything right, right? We're, yes. We have succeeded. We got that raise or the job or we accomplished this project. Whatever might be going, we landed this, this human being. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever's going on. If that's easy, anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. But when we can love ourselves, when, you know, we have made some mistakes and things haven't mm-hmm. turned out the way that we want, I mean, that's when it's the most important. You know, yeah. I will say also, I was thinking, when you said that, when, when Alan first died, I remember thinking about that phrase. We've all heard it. It's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was in such pain at that moment. I was thinking, who came up with that line of <laughs> crap? That is crazy. No, no. Uh, I don't know if that's true. But you know what? It is true. I mm-hmm. I wouldn't take back those things those years and we were together for three years and I wouldn't take them back for anything. I cherish Mm. those years Mm -hmm. and I'm sad that they didn't continue, but I'm grateful for the years that they were and the time that we had. And if we live in fear, worrying about what could happen later, 
we're not going to be experiencing what we could be in the the time that we are with that person. And that happens a lot. I mean, a lot of our fights are about fear about what's going to happen in the future, Mm -hmm. or maybe about something that happened in the past. And when we're not there in the moment in gratitude, in love, that is time wasted, regardless of what the future holds, because none of us can predict. Well, maybe there's some people out there. If you can predict the future, please let me know. I'd <laughs> like to talk to you. Uh, but yeah, generally speaking, we can't predict the future. So if right. we're worrying about that, and so we're holding back, and we're not opening up because we're afraid that we're going to get hurt, well, what's the point? We're living sort of half-assed. We're not living a full life, and we're yeah. not loving fully. So even if it's, yeah, I guess it's quality versus quantity, I guess is one way to say it. Because I do think people wonder about that. Is it worth it? What's going to happen? This person could die. This person could leave me. This person mm-hmm. could cheat on me. You know, there's all kinds of, I mean, they're valid fears. Right. But when we're, when we're concerned about that or living in that place, we're not really going to be able to love fully or receive love. Mm-hmm. And that is a tragedy. Yeah. And that also keeps you from living life fully, living the relationship fully. You know, the people who are fearful of of traveling, of flying, all right. the trips that they're missing, all the gloriousness of life. It's okay if they don't know. A rich life doesn't mean you have to travel all, all over the place or that you have to do these things. Your rich life might be staying at home, tending to your garden, making beautiful bouquets, if that's what you're really passionate about, that is a rich life. Exactly. But if you're doing that instead of living the life that you really but want you to live. want to travel, but you, but you yes, don't because but you're, you're fearful. Yeah. That's, that's the tragedy. And, uh, and not going for love. And I know a lot of people who avoid love, including me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on that. <laughs> because, yeah. because I too have experienced... A love, with, the... with, with, love with romantic partners, with men as romantic yes. partners. But you do not avoid love in your life. No, so exactly. Let's get that clear. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Part of that is because you love being single too. I do. I really enjoy it. I know. I feel sorry for the poor guys that I go out with. It's like, okay, well, it's 11 o'clock. Bye. And they're like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. But yeah, um, she's lying. She doesn't always go home at 11 and say goodbye. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm a, I'm a drag a drag date sometimes. Let's see. What were we talking about? <laughs> it doesn't matter. About. It doesn't matter. It's all important stuff. Uh, but being afraid of love. Being afraid. Right. Living oh, in yes. fear. And not going yeah. for it just because you're fearful. You, you know, and I think a lot of people don't go for it because they're fearful. But but they have a little tiny space in their soul that when somebody who is appropriate or who could have who has a really deep connection they'll let that opening go wider and they'll let that person in so i think that that's the way a lot of people operate that's the way i tend to operate as well yeah and it's not uncommon for us to fall for somebody when we get that instant attraction right mm-hmm. it's like oh this person they just oh you can't stop thinking about them there's this chemistry this instant something and you know i think we both had our share of those relationships they're exciting and fun and great but for me anyways they didn't last right they didn't last it's like it's the hot flame that burns out you know then you yes. end up with you end up with ashes and again depending on what you're looking for but when you want to have a safe solid loving thriving healthy relationship those relationships they grow 
They grow. You get to know one another. You start to feel more comfortable with one another. You start learning about each other and opening up. And it really does develop into something really rich and wonderful. And those relationships, if both people are putting forth the effort, they can continue to grow. Yes. indefinitely, yeah. sexually and emotionally. So those are the relationships that we want to cultivate. And that's what it mm-hmm. is. It's cultivating and keeping those relationships, not just really exciting, mm-hmm. but also to make sure that they're growing, that there's more depth, more intimacy, more fun and passion that is possible. And more dependability, knowing that that person is going to be there through thick and thin, not just you know for the Yahoo times, but for really, when there's seriousness, you have someone who can help you through, who you can depend on. Yeah. yeah that's, that that's, if, if, a, if, a, if a younger, more beautiful model comes along, that they're not going to leave you, or mm-hmm. that if you don't show up perfectly, that they're like, oh, sorry, I'm done with you. Because you want somebody who accepts you for who you are. And that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that if you're being a horrible person. We're just talking about being a flawed human being. Mm -hmm. But if, you know, if you are in a loving relationship, you do accept each other for the way they are, which is very different than you. And there Mm -hmm. is something safe about that. And let's face it, if we want to be vulnerable, which is what it takes to have true intimacy sexually and emotionally, Mm -hmm. there does need to be a feeling of safety for us not to be in that place of fear. It's more about our work than it is about our partners, but there is something important about that too. So we're not saying to Mm -hmm. open up your heart, be vulnerable, be in the moment and don't be in fear when in fact there might be reasons to be fearful. Right. Right. Right? So pay attention to those signs too. Somebody's not showing up for you. You don't do something the way they want and they have a reaction. Yeah. Pay attention to that. So pay attention to those things or they say they're going to do things and then they don't that you can't count on them, that they're not honest or don't have any integrity. You don't want to open up your heart and trust that. Amen. That is the truth. Yeah. And also uh, caring. And when you see someone who can be with you when you're going through a rough time and someone who's willing to listen, who puts you, if not first, at least equal to them. They're not in demand of being first and being heard and they, that they're there. They care. I think that that is such an important element. And I feel that that's what lacks in a lot of the uh, dating world. It's a lot of fun. And everybody's into the fun time. And mm-hmm. fun is great. Fun's important. But there have been so many times where I had fun with somebody, but I needed somebody to talk to. I, I, I've had some loss in the past year. And I expressed this to some of the guys that I dated. And they, you know, they don't know how to handle that. They don't know how to care. Yeah. They don't know how to, you know, be there. And that's okay too. And what's great if, if you are in that place, and sometimes we don't either, but you know, men sometimes have difficulty at the other side of our pain. They don't mm-hmm. like to see that. It makes them uncomfortable. But it's okay to say, I don't know what to say or what to do. Yeah. I wish I did, but I don't. I mean, just that alone, it, mm-hmm. it means a lot. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's- it, but you experience something else. Um, yo, you mean the the one who I was dating for a while and he didn't tell me that he had a girlfriend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a sign. That That's a red flag right there. Yeah. How would you have any way of knowing? Right. No, right? Yeah. Were there signs? And when you look back, oh, yeah, maybe there were some signs. Um, probably. Like he never probably invited you to his house. Oh, yeah. He never <laughs> invited me out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we do need to pay attention to those thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you probably had a really good reason, I'm sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. So no, I could have paid better attention. Also, the fact that he told me blatantly that he didn't open his heart to 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 people. He didn't want to get into a relationship. Well, he was telling you the truth there. Yeah, that was that was true. And he I, was being 100% honest yes, about that. And I was totally listening and I had fun. We had fun, fun. And <laughs> which is okay if that's what you're looking for. You right. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh but still I thought like the, it was a little strange and a little dishonoring to his beloved, to his girlfriend. And to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that so was So look, it we I think the the story here is love doesn't always turn out the way we want it. And it doesn't mean that we need to turn our backs on it or not have it anymore. And it's really recognizing, is it worth it? And is it important to you? And if it is, what are you willing to do for it? I know me, if there's something I want, whatever it may be, and love certainly is at the top of the list, I'm going to do what it takes because it's worth it. It's hard, right? It's definitely hard, challenging, frustrating, because we're learning and growing in our loving relationships more than in anywhere else in life. And why do people do it? We all do it, most of us, because it really is worth it. Because when you do find that person who who's your partner and really a partner, I like that word because it's such an appropriate word. I mean, ideally, that you can count on to be there for you, who you feel so loved and accepted by, and you love them fully. I mean, that's that's when you feel alive. So it is worth it. And if you don't have that person in your life, and you are by yourself, then absolutely love yourself. Accept yourself as you are. Maybe you're 10 pounds overweight. Maybe you don't have the job you want. Maybe you're not living in the place you want to live, but embrace and celebrate and accept who you are as you are. Those other things can happen, but they're not going to happen until you love yourself first, including a relationship. Amen. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. So, Melanie, it's it's already time to end the show. Oh, no. I know. It goes by so quickly. <laughs> this is fun. I feel like people are sort of listening in on a personal conversation it of ours. It kind of is, yeah. I feel like I've kind of been vulnerable in this. Oh, I, I always feel like, I mean, I try to be authentic in myself, but... And I wonder if the listeners feel that way. Let us know. You're sort of listening in on a private conversation. But this is sort of how we talk. (laughs) It's true. It's girlfriends talking. It is. Two girlfriends having a chat. Maybe I'll put that in the description of the show. (laughs) But I always love having you here. I love having you here, whether you're on the show or we're hanging out together. Yes. Uh, Because, you know, we do that. We're going to be going seeing the Vagina Monologues coming up here soon. Which is always a fun thing to do for women, for girlfriends to do together. So I hope you have a happy Valentine's Day. And I don't really have an action step. I guess what I could say for the action step for this week is if you have love in your life, whatever form it comes in from a family member, from a friend, from a romantic partner, from a pet, anyone, anyone in your life, you get that love just to really cherish it. Don't take it for granted because love is a very precious thing. It really is. So that's my action step for you. And everybody, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Celebrate love. Uh-huh. This is wonderful, Lori. Thank you so much for your beautiful wisdom and your what you share and give the world. It's just fantastic. Well, thank I you. I feel the same way. And if people do want to get in touch with you, Melanie, how will they find you? They can go to my website, positiveenergywoman.com, and you can just email me through there, uh, a way to contact me through that website. Terrific. Okay, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye.